All right. Good morning. Welcome to church. The real light is not on. Does that count? Yeah, you're good. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line on uh, uh, and whatever questions or comments you may have, I'm ready for them. Uh, good morning to everybody here. I really appreciate you coming out on such a rainy day. Most of the time when people go out, it's at a bar and they're selling pot. So no pot and no bar. But thank you for coming, all right? I, uh, I want to tell you this, that this month is the 29th year of bond being in existence, the nonprofit organization. We've been around for 29 years now, and we have not received one dime from the government. And amazing things have, have happened and all happened, and I had no idea when I first started this organization that I didn't know what to expect. And I'm glad I didn't know. It's best to discover as you move forward. But I want to thank all of you for being a part of it and supporting it, and all of you too. It's just really been amazing. I remember when we first started, Bond, I, uh, I formed this board, and there was a lawyer on the board and some other professional people, and they will always ask me, well, what's your five-year plan? I'm like, I don't know. You need a plan to run the organization. I don't have a plan. I had no plan at all. I just wanted to meet to talk about the issues and show people how to overcome. And they, they thought I needed a plan. You don't need a plan in life. If you are a son or daughter of God, you don't need a plan. Only the worldly people need a plan. But we've been around 29 years, and it's absolutely amazing. And... I don't know what I'm doing. I really don't. It's so amazing how that is. And I shared it with you because everything you need to know is already inside of you, and God will guide you. But you have to trust him. All right? So it's our 29th anniversary. Thanks to all of you that you made this possible. I, um, a lot of stuff, I made some notes on stuff because so much has been happening. Well, the first thing is my biblical question. Anybody heard my biblical question on the radio? What is it? What's the question? It's hard to say that we say, um, the, <laughs> don't do unto others as you wouldn't have done unto yourself. Yeah. It, the biblical question is, what does it mean, do not do unto others what you would not have them do unto you? Um, to me, it means uh, love your enemies and everybody. I'm sorry? Love everybody. Love your enemies, everybody. That's what that means to you? Yeah. Oh, okay, we'll come back to that. Think about it. Smoke on it, and then I'll come back to you with it, all right? Another thing I want to share with you is that um, there's this thing called White Right Wing Watch. It's an organization that I believe started by George Soros or somebody, and those people are big liars. They really are. They put out this report. There was a, a guy called into my radio show this week, and he said that he was dating a woman who had a child from a rape, that a rape had happened, and he was dating this woman, and he wanted to know should he marry her or leave. And I said, absolutely do not marry her. And I said to him, uh, you need to get out of that relationship because you're standing in the way of that child and his mother. Or his boy and girl, I didn't know. And, um, and I never, and I said, um, the mother should make sure, I forgot the wording, but the, word, the mother should make sure that she doesn't talk down about the father 
because the child doesn't care about what happened. And if you put the father down, that child will grow up hating the father. And the mother should just be she and the child and no other man into it. But uh, so our right wing watch said that I said that the rapist should raise the child. And I never said that. So if you hear about, I'm going to the, replay that soundbite tomorrow on the radio. But if you hear that, I never said the rapist. And some people were asking me about it, and it sounds so real. I thought I had said it. I said, maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they sounded so convincing. But I knew I had not said it. But they were like so convincing. Yes, you did. It's on the video. I'm like, really? But I knew I had not said it. But they were so convincing how the mind worked. I'm like, well, I have to listen to the video. And I did not say that. But they, for some reason, they heard it, or they thought they heard I said it. Let's go right here uh, to, to Cheryl. So be careful what you hear, because Satan is very tricky. He'll make you hear something that's not there. I'm telling you, here's something else. Yes? I was going to ask you why is that, because when you're, like, when I listen to the show, sometimes people call and they go, well, you said this, and I'm like, and I'm, and I like yell out, "That's not what he said." It's like, right. why don't you listen? I mean, why? What is that in our minds that, I, like, like you said? I even thought I said it, and it sounds like, okay, but what is it that people don't listen, and then they, what they hear, it kind of gets like translated into another thing. I think that people are unconscious, and they just kind of hear what they think that they hear, but they're not really paying attention. Because I never said that the rapist should raise the child or the child should have anything to do with the rapist. Not once did I say that. I know they don't listen. But be aware of that, folks. I never said that, and I'll play it on the radio tomorrow. One other thing, and then I'll take your question because I'm sure you all have thousands of questions, right? Right. Yes. Um, I got a message. I received a message from a a guy out of Massachusetts yesterday, and he said that he had found, he would start watching my YouTube uh, channel, and that he wished he had heard it before he transitioned. He went from a man to a woman, and he said he wished he had not done that now. He said as soon as he became a woman, he understood what it felt like to be, what it means to be a man. And he made the point that the doctors and therapists convinced him to change from male to female because he had a lot of emotions. Emotions. He was very emotional, and so the expert told him to switch his nature, body part, because he can't switch the nature. You switch body part, and he had transitioned from a man to a woman, and now he hated. He wish he had not, because he understands now about the emotions and stuff. And um, so I asked him to come on. Would he come on? I test him bad to ask would you come on the radio show. He said yes. So hopefully we'll get him on the show this week. But isn't that something? The experts told him to switch because he felt emotional. You have to be careful what you hear from these experts. And I have something about the experts we're going to read to you in a minute. All right, so hopefully we can get this guy on the radio. But he can, I told him not to worry. He can take the, body, the lady body parts off and put back the man part. Can't you do that? Oh, yeah, the, the hormone shots and stuff like that. You can't reverse that thing once it happened? 
That's horrible. <laughs> well, what happens when you realize you are really a man or a woman realize she's a female? You're done. No, you can reverse. You can reverse. Oh, good. Come right here with the mic. Oh, you can reverse it. They make it fake? Right here. Just like they do to a woman that wants to be a man, they put on a fake. Oh. What a horrible way to live. Isn't that amazing that experts can convince you to switch body parts? Things are really bad. They are. You got a lot of faith in experts. Yes. Uh, I don't think I don't think you can reverse it because um, it, it's kind of funny. But you know, they they take the body part and they throw it away in the trash, and then they can't find it anymore. So I, I think you like, said that once as a joke on the radio show, but um, I think it's pretty much what happens. It's like I don't think it's reversible. I mean, you, you turn you it off. Where's Where's Hermes? Um, turn off the bell. I will tell them. Hold, make sure you hold on to my body parts in case I'm gonna change my. <laughs> I may ever want to change my mind about this. That's amazing. The one thing that I want to tell you is that you can. Do what you want, of course. All right, don't listen to me. But it's a mistake to listen to so-called experts, really, because they go to school, they get these so-called degrees, and all they have is another person's opinion. And then they call themselves experts, and then you believe in the experts, and you end up getting destroyed. Look how the experts are messing up the world now, really messing it up. Anybody doubt me about the experts? So this guy had his body part changed because the doctors and the therapists, therapists told him to do it. And the parents were too weak to stop it because of the experts. And I want to read something to you in one minute about the experts. All right. Anybody have any questions for me? Right here. And this is a fellowship, all right? Remember, no one has a leader. You're not supposed to have a leader. God is your leader. So when we come together, we're fellowshipping together, edifying one another. All right? No fella, no leaders. Yes? What do you think about this typhus outbreak? I'm not surprised. Because all these illegal aliens and others are coming in, and they are not being physically checked, you know, having checkups and things. They're bringing all kinds of diseases. Well, now normal people are getting it, like people yeah. who aren't so, yeah, scary. illegal alien disease. The one thing I want you to know for sure and without a doubt, the world does not love you. Experts don't love you. Politicians don't love you. Doctors don't love you. And lawyers don't love you. And teachers don't love you. Don't think somebody else love you. They don't. It's all about the money. It's all about the power. So you can't put your faith in another human being. Hearts are wicked, so you can't trust another man or woman. Their, heart, their hearts are wicked. That's why you must be born again. you got to cut this out. This world is so crazy right now because of experts and intellectuals. So you really got to pay attention to that. Just think about all the evil things that are coming out in the forefront now. Uh, in our men's meeting this past Thursday, a couple of guys had gone out, I guess, for dinner or something, hanging out, and they wore... The uh, Trump hat, Make America Great Again hat, and they were attacked. They were like physically attacked for wearing a hat. Where did that come from? You could wear what you want to wear. They wear and do what they want to. Why can't you do what you want to? Yes, Mark. 
That kind of uh, came to my attention when we were at the uh, last march. Like, uh, you know, we had a group of five or ten people, and none of us were there to, like, you know, push buttons and provoke. We've done it before. People who were there were there before. Yeah. And, and you know, it's like, hey, how you doing? We're the fallen state. Would you like? And it was just amazing to me to see, like, the way they look at you, it's like we're on their property. You know, we're down there at City Hall. We're down there at Parade. We're in public where everyone's allowed to be. Yeah. And they look at you like you went into their bedroom. Yeah. You know, like, what are you doing here? And I own this culture. I own all of this. And yeah. How dare you even speak to me? Look at my dress or whatever. I'm, like, they're so entitled to, to just be like, you're, you're on my But the land. thing about that is that they represent evil. And they are doing what they're supposed to do. They're not out of order. They are doing what they're supposed to do because Satan's their father, and they're supposed to be destructive and destroy good. And if God is our father, we're supposed to overcome good, I mean overcome evil with good. But the people who are children of God have fear. As long as you have fear, you will be on the run. It's, it's impossible, by the way, to have fear and be of God. Anyone who has fear is not born again. You're not a son or a daughter of God. How many people have fear? Amazing. And the rest of you are not going to tell the truth, right? I know you don't have fear, Michael. Why do you have fear? I, I, I feel like I don't have fear. Oh, okay. And um, I feel like a lot of people in my life right now are like kind of, like, there's decisions that I'm making that are going to, I guess some normal people would feel fear, and I don't. And I feel like maybe am I being too naive? But um, there's like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are kind of telling me to be fearful and to be, you know, careful and all of these things. And it's like I don't feel the fear. That's right. And I, I don't know if there's something wrong with me. <laughs> I used to have fear before God changed my life. Yeah. And I would try to speak up. And then I would feel the power in my stomach, the word coming up, right? And then get in my throat and lock up. And then it come out so soft and wait some time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's not like that anymore. Perfect love will cast out fear. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, I... Yeah, well, good for you. We got to stand up, folks, or we, we're losing our country. And white people are the most hated species on this side of heaven. They hate the white man. They hate white people. I saw Sheila Jackson Lee, at a, they were holding this here for the attorney general or something like that. And this man was sitting there and she was questioning him. She was like going off on him. And it's only because he's white. That's why she did that. I hope God blessed me to sit there in front of her. I tell her how the cow ate the cabbage. I was, she had a nasty attitude and everything. I, I was watching on Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Michelle Obama was talking. Uh, I don't know to who it was. She was giving, having an interview, interview, and she was saying how women have been brainwashed and how we should, like, knowing that Hillary was more competent than Trump, how we voted for Trump and how what's wrong with our what's wrong with us. Like, is there something wrong? You said who, who was that? Michelle Obama. Was oh, big saying, mama. Yeah, and she was, so, she was so convincing, yeah. so so compact. Like, she just was 
so emotional and like I can see how many people can be confused by that message. Like, yeah. like she actually cares about what you know what's going on, and it was very emotional. But can she you be imagine being married to that? What a mess! I would never go home from work. <laughs> Where are you? I'm at work. <laughs> when will you be home? I have no idea. Don't wait up. <laughs> but it seems like they believe what they're saying. Yeah. I know. They're in a fallen state. Yeah. That's why we got to wake them up. They need renewed minds. Yes, sir. Did you have your head? You have fear? You're talking about fear. Um, and the first thing that came to, came to me was uh, fear of God. Do you have fear of God or fear of man? Fear of God. I don't have fear of man. But you don't? You're able to speak up? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Who have, you have fear? I have had fear. You don't have it now? No, I, well, I had it the other day. That, you know those little scooters that day. people run? The other day. <laughs> but it's a kind of fear. I'm going to explain it. Uh, you know the people on the scooters that ride around and don't look at anybody but what they're doing? Like without regard of cars and everything like that. Who is that? The people on the little scooters, those little bird things. Oh, yeah. They're running havoc in Santa Monica, and they're yeah. not looking around for their own safety. Right. And sometimes we can't hear them, and it's hard to see them. And I've seen so many people almost get into altercations or get hurt because of their behavior. They're not aware. Yeah. They all look like liberals to me, too, by the way. And uh, one day I was turning a corner to stop, and it was I was really slow. And this woman came by me, zipping by me, going, what are you doing? And I'm like, why don't you watch where you're going? And she was very aggressive. And she started screaming, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? And then three guys came along because I said a few things that... That to, to shut her up. The three guys were very, very millennial type, you know, types, and uh, they got very aggressive with me. And they were, they started, you know, they said, "Get out of the car, and I'm going to make you suck my thing." The guys. So well, I said, "I'll tell you what. what you say, I'm going to stop down the street right there, and you come and make me." And I stopped down the street, and I invited them, and they wouldn't come. But my fear was that if I unleash what I want to do to them, I'm the only one that's going to get into trouble, and they're the aggressors. Yeah. That kind of fear sometimes hits me. One thing that you can start doing is uh, recording these incidents. That's what they do. Yeah. They record it, and then they turn it over to the news, and it make them look, to the media, and it make them look like they're on the right side. You have to do what they do, record it, and then we'll show it up to reveal what's happening. Because these people are mean, they're nasty, they're getting worse, they're becoming violent, and the more fear that they find in you, the worse that they will get. That's for sure. All right. So, um, I, what time am I supposed to end, Jeremiah? You don't know what time I'm supposed to end? No, but tell me the time. That way I'm going to try to do it right today. Uh, oh, you don't know? Let me know. So, let's answer my biblical Anybody have any real questions? Any other questions that you're dealing with about anything? You have a question? Oh, there. Okay. Jeremiah, come with the mic. Diogenes in an urn has a question for you. Okay. 34. I'm 34. Low job in retail. Live with parents. Pursuing a BA degree in computer science. Girlfriend of three and a half years cheated and left me. I feel broken and lost. What do I do? Suffer and die. Suffer and die. <laughs> First of all, you shouldn't be living at home at that age. No girl want. A, a man that's at home past 18. 
You need to understand that. It's ridiculous. I wouldn't even let anyone know I stayed at home past 18 years old and a male. That doesn't make sense. So get out, get a job, even if it means dropping out of school, get three jobs uh, and uh, move on. That's me. That is, you guys, don't stay home after 18. Once you turn 18, go get a job. Don't go to college. Get an apartment. Get a second job. Really? I think you need to. Hold on, hold on a minute. You, you've been set up that way. So get a job. Get three jobs. Did you have another one? Yeah, one last one. And then I'll come to you. Uh, Jib Jab asks, what is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? I cannot find the podcast uh, where you give your response. Um, it's when you deny the Holy Spirit. Really. Because we have a, the Holy Spirit is our teacher, and we have him there, but instead of trusting that, we trust, trust the intellect, we trust the mind. That's blasphemy. Well, you deny the Holy Spirit. It's not that thing that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy and you're hooping and hollering about. That's not the Holy Spirit. That's Satan's spirit. But it's our teacher. And a lot of people don't follow him at all. Yes, sir, right here. This is your first time here, right? Yeah. Tell us your first name again. John Scott. John Scott. Uh, not my, I have a cousin named John Scott, but he's black. <laughs> I, th- I, I think a kid should, should move out as soon as, soon as possible. I, I don't know about 18 years old because I think you're still a baby. But I think that's the time that you should get out from underneath all, all your parents's your cell phones, your your car payments, your insurance. Yeah, it's time payment, to grow up. And give it's time to use what they're taught you. Get out, not just let let them keep on staying there and right. doing nothing. Parents who let their sons, especially, stay home after eighteen, hate their children. They really do. We were when I was growing up. I was told from day one, at eighteen, you're out of here. I like, yeah, where am I going? My grandmother said, I don't know, and I don't care. You're out of here. But they taught me to work. They prepared me to be ready to leave. I didn't know that they were preparing me because it seemed so natural to work and be responsible. And I knew how to work. So even though I was smoking pot at one time when I moved out here, anybody, anybody ever smoke pot? Yeah. Pothead. <laughs> I still made, I knew to pay my rent. I knew to go to work. I knew to pay my rent put some food in the refrigerator, and at night I would get high on the weekend, and then have to worry about it. <laughs> I remember I would prepare to have parties on the weekend, right? Have pot parties. because But I still was ready for work. I was ready for work. I didn't rely on my parents or anyone. Yes, ma'am? Um, Is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, welcome. How did you hear about us? My husband. Oh, good. <laughs> Is he a beta or alpha? He's an alpha. He's always been an alpha? No, I, th- I think he's always wanted to be, but yeah. I was pretty dominant and didn't maybe allow him so much to be. So you would dominate him? A little bit. In what way? Um, I grew up in a family that was that had very dominating women, so I kind of got that too. Oh, you grew up in a black family? No. <laughs> no, Latina. So oh, it's kind of the Latina. same. They're all the same. Yeah. Really, just same. different colors, but the spirit is the same. Yeah. Go ahead. So my question is, being Latina, um, traditionally the girls would stay with the parents until they're married. Many right. cultures do this. Do yeah. you think that the girls, like we're going to have two daughters, so do you think that the daughters should also move out 
um, at 18. Cause I, we have a son too, but, and I, I understand that for sure. But what about the girls? Uh, nowadays, because men are so weak, they may have to move out because they can't sit around and just wait for a man. But it's best that the girl is married before she leaves home, but things have changed so, so much. And teach them not to hate, to work, to be responsible and do the right thing. And that way, if they do go out, they can take care of themselves. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. But in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men, mm-hmm. you knew that your daughter would get married and she mm-hmm. expected to get married and then she would leave home. Yeah. Because she would have the protection of her husband. But nowadays, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. But so how old are they now? Uh, Kennedy is four and this one in here is five months. Oh, good. Congratulations. Yeah. Just wait and see. How old is the son? He's two. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But make sure the son is ready to go. But prepare them all. Girls should be prepared to. Sure. Yeah. Just not to hate the man. And what kind of, because they have college funds happening, but because they're not really required to have that type of intellectual degrees, uh, according to you. What do the girls or the boys, mostly the girls, what do the girls do then once they're done with high school? That's a good question. That's a perfect question. I'm glad you asked that. And then, John Scott, I got something to ask you in a minute. Uh, That's a perfect question. Uh... Uh, you want to answer that, Derek? Should she save for them, right? College fund and stuff like that, or what should the girls do? Well, I guess growing up, they should be learning how to work, you know, learning skills. Uh, So even if they choose not to go to school or go to college, They'll have something to fall back on that's tangible, something that will yeah. that they can I always would, use. Yeah, I wouldn't save college money for them. If they want to go to college, they need to teach them to work, and they need to save their own money for it. Because if you save it for them, they're not going to appreciate it. People don't appreciate free stuff because you kill their nature, and they become spoiled right away. So as soon as they're old enough to start working, doing things around the house, training them, right? And then as soon as they can get a job, make sure they get a job. And if they want to go to college, just tell them, you got to save your own money. It'll mean much more to them. And I wouldn't encourage them to go to college or not to go. But I would teach them to work and let them make that decision as they get older. That's the best way to do it. Because I promise you, the moment you give someone something free, you own them. And so by you giving them or saving money for college, you own them. They, if you don't, somebody else will. They're going to always look to someone to take care of them. But it's best that they earn their way because we have a nature inside of us given to us by God, and it's built on being responsible. And we have to learn that at home while growing up. And then once they become an age, it's hard to get them to want to work. It's hard to get them to want to save, want to work. and want. They'll try everything they can to get out of it. And that's why the government is winning right now, because it's offering people free stuff. Have you noticed that? They want free, they're telling them all, you can have free education, free food, free housing, because they know if you accept the free stuff, they have control over you. And that's how the drug dealer 
He offers you free drug first, and once you say yes to it, they own you. That's how women control men. They offer them free sex first, and the men take it, and the woman own them. Have you noticed that? So it's not good to give people free stuff. When I was growing up, we didn't get into free stuff. Look how messed up black people are now because of free stuff. That's like socialism. It's something that happened that kills the nature when you give your kids or anybody free stuff. They have to earn it. So will you be careful of that? Yes. Yeah, and I wouldn't push college because they have a natural talent inside of them, and that'll come forth if they're not angry. So as long as you guys are getting along, are you over your anger? No, I don't think so. Amazing. I feel for you, man. <laughs> what has it been for you having an angry wife? Um, well, I think it's kind of been passed down to her. Her previous, uh, her mother and grandmother are from uh, divorced homes, beta males that really just kind of got ran over. Uh, and then obviously there was not a, a Christian upbringing, so it was... Uh, the men got destroyed because Did of you know she was angry before you married her? I did not know. Oh, uh, yeah. No. When you're in a fallen state, you cannot see what you're getting into. Yeah. It's only coming the morning after the night of. Yeah. And so how have you dealt with it? Uh, it's been a difficult road. Um, I do your silent prayer. Uh, I've really been searching God. Uh, I read the Bible daily. Uh, really just trying to... to uh, to ask him to get me through this, and I've been listening to you as well, and that's helped quite What's a bit. What's your first name? Luke. How long have you been married to her? You uh, four years. How many? Four. Oh, okay. Have you gone, and then I'll come back to you too. Have you gone and forgiven your parents? Uh, that's the next step. How long have you been watching a YouTube channel? Uh, just a couple weeks. Oh, I see. Okay. It's not going to get better until you overcome being a woman. Sure. You have the mindset and emotions of a woman. And that's why a woman can dominate you like that. But as soon as you forgive your mother and return to your father, because they can't help themselves, things will start to change. And as well as your wife. Have you forgiven your mother? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, you, I hold, I think, a little bit more resentment towards my dad. Did you go to him and forgive him? Not yet. Why not? For a while, I didn't know I had a problem or had to until Luke told me that uh, I needed to do that. Yeah. Oh, good. And uh, will you go and forgive your father and mother? Why do you resent your father? Because he was an alcoholic. He still is. And he cheated on my mom. And and they stayed together, married until I was about 22. But I've never seen a happy home since I was seven. So your father was an alcoholic. He cheated on your mother, right? Yes. But what does that have to do with you? Uh, I think it... it made me confused on what a healthy relationship is. I don't know what it really looks like and and I've I've I act like my mom. I hear her. I hear her anger. Yeah. Some of my tones I can I can feel her there and that wasn't good and I'm I'm mad at him for kind of doing that to her, but I'm also mad at her for not trying to have God in the house ever either. Amazing. So the world taught her this you mad at your father because your father was an alcoholic and he cheated on your mother. When in reality, that had nothing to do with you at all. Your mother made you think that. Oh, your dad is no good. He's an alcoholic. And she made you feel sorry for her and you identified with her and lost yourself. And you only hate your father with your mother's hatred. 
You don't have your own anger for your father. Your mother set you up. That's why you can see your mother in you because you identify with her. Don't let anyone tell you that you're mad at your father because he was an alcoholic. It had nothing to do with you. Your father still loved you. He just hates your mother because he couldn't handle her. She drove him crazy. But she didn't tell you, oh, your father was an alcoholic because I drove him crazy. She didn't tell you that. But you got to forgive her because she set you up. She really did. And you resent her for it, and that's why you're just like her. But God will take that spirit away from you and give you back yourself. And I have to tell you, there's nothing like being you. When you were a little girl, you were yourself. That's why you were so happy. And as soon as you became angry, you lost yourself and became like your mother. Most people are not themselves. Men and women are their mothers. And they've been lied to about their fathers. When I was growing up, I knew people who were alcoholic. The kids didn't care. They were, I mean, we just laugh at them being alcoholic. You know, because the, the parents still show love for the kids. And unless the mother turn you away from the kids, I mean, from your father, you think it's your idea. It's really not. So you owe your father, you know, just let him know I resented you, but I realized it was my mother hatred. Because he didn't do anything to you. But yeah, you feel like he did. But he did not do anything because you believed a lie from your mother. Isn't that unfortunate? Yes. Yeah. But it would change. Are you afraid to deal with her? No, I, I was actually thinking it was going to be easier with her um, because she's not as emotional as my dad. My dad would cry and he would defend himself and say, I didn't do any of those things. Right. But my mom would be like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, you know. What an evil woman. <laughs> you got to go and put your feet on solid ground and deal with her. And she's going to try to switch on you. Made you think you did something to her, or I didn't do that to you. Your father was no good. I raised you and all that. Don't pay that any mind at all. That's a setup. You forgive her for resenting her, and God will forgive you. Just say, you know what? I just want to forgive you for what you did to me. You turned me away from my father. You made me identify with you. My life is hell now, and I know it's because I am not forgiving you. And if she apologized, that's fine. If she doesn't, that's fine. You forgive her. If she lay out and died, that's fine. They say, oh, mom is dead. I wonder if she had any insurance. <laughs> and have a cheap funeral. Don't spend all the money on the funeral. You don't need the gloves and all that stuff. A whole bunch of flowers. Save the money and live off it. All right? What do you think about that? No, I, I have so much you know, respect and love for both of them. So no, you don't. No. Uh uh. Let me tell you this. No one who has anger have love. You don't love your parents. You hate your parents. That's why you take it out on your husband. And eventually you're going to take it out on the kids. Because angry people do not have love. Mark my word. If I don't know anything else, I know for sure angry people do not have love. That's why God said, man's heart is wicked. Because human beings have anger. Yeah. yeah, so you don't love your parents. If you love your parents, you would be honest with them. And if she die, you collect the insurance. <laughs> but my mom never tried to influence me directly about hating she my mom. She was slick with it. 
I would just see them like I can remember when I was seven, he'd come home drunk and he wanted more alcohol and she was trying to stop him from finding it in the cabinets. And I came out and I saw that and and I'm just like crying on my bed. It started it started then. It wasn't like she was trying to show me his ways. Um, I just would see it. No, she would play a victim. You just don't realize what was happening to you. But wasn't she in a way a victim, too? No, she knew she knew that she was married a beta male. And she wanted to control him. She was 14 when she met him. She still knew she was married a beta male. Women know weak man, men. They can smell him a mile. You could be right here on Los Angeles and Pico and see a guy way down. <laughs> and you could be 14 years old and see an 80-year-old man down the road. And come a beta. I'm going to get him. Believe me, women know weak men when they see him. <laughs> then that means that I, when I saw my husband for the first time, that I'm thinking he's weak too. Yes, that's why you married him. You wouldn't have married him otherwise. Because I saw, I saw like a gladiator up in the club, and I'm like, and I, I bet you <laughs> that's did. That's what I want. You're like, I see this gladiator. I'm gonna bring him down from that gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing this one down. <laughs> I did. I wanted the biggest, and I wanted, you know. Uh huh. Yes. Did you guys have sex before marriage? Yes. I rest my case. In the first time, we had Kennedy. See there? Yeah. I got this gladiator. <laughs> Women know weak men, believe me, and they know how to get them. Your mother knew that man before she married him. Yeah. She just wanted the control over him. It's too bad, but that's not what happened. Yeah. So you got to forgive them both. And she set you up to identify with her. You just wasn't aware enough to see it. Are you doing the silent prayer video? Silent prayer? Dot- I don't know what that is. Okay. I have a, a, on my YouTube channel, silent prayer dot video. I want you to start doing that so you can get to know yourself. It's so amazing what's going on inside that you don't see. And once you see it, then you understand what happened to you. Okay. Then you can forgive your parents. And your life is going to be amazing. And you won't traumatize your kids then. I don't want to do that. I know that. Yeah. So overcome that anger. Okay. And I'm telling you, once you forgive your parents, even though they mess you up, they couldn't help it. That same spirit is in them. Yeah. But God will uh, forgive you, and it'll be as though you didn't have a past. And it's going to be amazing for you. What did you want to say? Uh, it's past now. No, well, you can still say that. that when I enter uh, her mother's home, it's almost like I'm being poisoned. It's almost like she is, uh, there's, it's not with words, it's more yeah. of just like a, it's a feeling that I get. And I don't know what that is. Can you maybe? Well, you, you just sense an evil, what's going on. It's spirit it's, to spirit. It's, yeah, it's a sense of like bitterness yeah. and, and, and anger, I yeah. think is what it is. And it's I can sense that. Spirit. We are a spirit. That's why when you wake up, you can see what another person is doing. Yes. They don't know you see them, but you can see them. Yes. It's so amazing. But when you're angry, you can't see it, or you get mad about it if you do see it. But are you going to deal with your mother? Absolutely. Are you afraid to? I'm not, no. How about no. your father? Uh, I'm going to do that as well. Yeah, you should do it. Hurry up and do it, because you're already married with I'm, kids. I'm immediately. Oh, okay. Any questions for me? Uh, no. No, okay. that was beautiful. Okay. You guys live here in L.A.? No, Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, really? Welcome to L.A. Thank you. I'm glad you Thank came. You. Any other questions for me? No. Yeah. So what do you think about all this? Uh, I was pretty apprehensive, of course, coming. Yes. 
Um, but, I mean, the truth is the truth, and I can kind of discern when it's correct, and I haven't really seen any red flags. The, the only red flags that I've kind of seen is now I think maybe Luke's a little bit more judgmental, calling, like, everyone betas. And, <laughs> and it's like, is this a good thing or a bad thing that we are kind of like now really count, you know, calling people out all the time? That's a good question. As long as you don't have anger, it's good. As long as you're not judging them. You cannot judge another person if you don't have anger. It's impossible. You, and when you call them beta, they see that I'm joking about it. But when I'm serious, I'm serious about it too, but I still don't hate them. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Are you a beta? Me? Uh-huh. A beta? Women could be betas. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Angry women are betas. And the other thing is, I kind of feel like because I'm supposed to be this submissive, and I know you know this; it's in the Bible. I I understand, and I want to be submissive. Um, I kind of feel like the men get are a little bit more privileged, but I know they're not supposed to be. Like in the sense that you said the other day. If he cheats on me, he shouldn't tell me. Right. And I'm like, but what about the trust or what? Isn't that deceitful? But I know that it would help the marriage if I didn't know because it's not going to hurt us. That's but it's right. going to kill him inside. You not know? if he doesn't feel guilty about it. Oh. If he could realize that he was wrong, <laughs> if he could realize that he was wrong but yeah. never do it again, yeah. he would have no problem. Okay. If he feel guilty and hold on to that guilt, he'll do it again. But if you were like, wow, this is nutty. I have a wife and kids. I'm not doing this. Mm. It would be over with just like that. But if he went home and told you, it would never end. Yeah. Because you would never trust him again. Yeah. Because wives do that or women do that. Sure. Oh, you don't tell me. You got to tell me. I want to know about it. I got to trust you. And the wee beta man said, I went out and cheated last <laughs> night. <laughs> They're like, oh, no. Uh, and now he got to call you every minute, yeah. wherever he you know, goes. He got to test you. How long will it be? Everything. It's just because once you lose faith in him, it's over. Yeah. It really is. Why do you think women think they need to know everything? You can't help it by knowing. I'd rather not know. Yeah. You know, what you don't know can't hurt you. That's, That's right. Thing, but not always right. That's right. But, then but the, the other... world have taught you that. Yeah. The women of the world taught you that you need to know and you yeah. don't need to know. Yeah. He should not cheat. And if, God forbid, he does it, he should stop it. Be faithful to what is right. Yeah. And then he'll be faithful to his wife. Sure. But he should not tell it. Mm-hmm. And then I heard. And, that's um... not, and that doesn't mean he's being dishonest. Sure. As long as he's not dishonest with righteousness, he owes the truth to God, not to his wife. The wife is not God. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. And then you about to say uh, something. The other thing was I heard, and it's the same line, along the same lines. A good marriage is, you know, when he knows all about me, knows my everything, but I don't know anything about him that works out better. And I'm like, yes. hold up again. You know, like, <laughs> but it's along the same lines. And I, I understand it. We're emotional. Women are very emotional. You I, could say that again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And men are less, but many times they are equally emotional. Any man that is emotional is a woman. Yeah. Really? He yeah. may be dressed in men's clothes, but inside he's a female. Yeah. My dad cries all the time. He's a woman. I know. Yeah. Is it hard to accept the right way for this thing to happen? 
Um, no, I just think there's like these blocks that are like preventing it from really happening. Because yeah. I'm sounding like him, I'm speaking like him, I'm agreeing like him, but there's still something that's like like preventing me from really moving forward. That would change once you forgive your mother and father. Okay. Really, once you forgive your mother, forgive your father, return to your father. And returning to your father means don't hate your father. Yeah. You don't have to agree with the wrongdoing that he carry out but don't be angry at your father then through him you return to God and your life is perfect but you you can't love God and hate your earthly father it just would never work that's why they turn you away from the father the world hate men because men represent Christ Mm -hmm. and the the world is evil so they want to turn you away from the from the man so that they can destroy you okay yeah but once you forgive your father and mother you're going to be fine okay yeah and, and then you just walk in the light. Yeah. It'll be so easy. I'm and, excited. Yeah. Anything else you disagree with me about? No. You could, and I like the fact you're telling me. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, no, that's really it. I'm, I've been trying to find things to disagree with you with. Because, of course, this is tough what is being imposed upon us. But I understand it's the right way. Yes. Um, so, no, I really haven't found anything else. I actually really love that you talk about sex not being so important. And I think that's really good because something inside of me said it, it wasn't. Like when he wants that and yeah. craves it, I'm like, but that's serving you. It's, you know, that's very self-serving. And you're love, the drug dealer. He just Yes, it. I felt like I was enabling him because I'm like, all right, here, you know. Yeah. And I, I agree with you completely with that. And it's kind of freed us a little bit because there was so much sexual tension earlier with I him. I bet it was. And he's lost a lot of that. Oh, good. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. <laughs> and does he do the quick bam, bam, thank you, ma'am? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the time. I prefer it that way. I'm yeah, just like, two minutes, right. let's go, you know? I know. Yeah. Sorry, honey. <laughs> We're being very honest here, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing the bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Because the men be going on and on, the lady be like looking around. <laughs> <laughs> when is this over? Yeah, because I'm already pregnant and I'm thinking right. like, why are we doing this? Like, I, you've already accomplished it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you for yeah. that, for sure. Stop taking all day, man. <laughs> Sex is not love. It's not love. No. The only purpose for sex is to make a baby. Yes, we've done that. Multiple times. So every time you want to make babies, and make sure you have a whole lot of white babies. (laughs) They're white. They're definitely Uh, white. Make a whole lot of white babies, but do it real fast and go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Women be like, oh, honey, help me. He's like, no. I don't want to help. He's ready to go to sleep. Yeah, and I did. I thought I, you know, I was like, if you want sex on a Tuesday, then you got to cuddle with me on a Monday. I know. And so it's like, okay, you know what? That's all just, that's for me. The cuddling's for me and the sex is for him. And it wasn't love. It was just us needing on each other. It's all ego. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah, I, I like that. I don't need the cuddling. As long as he doesn't need the sex, like we could just, you know, love each other and we don't need those things to. Right on. You know? You're on your way. And once you forgive your parents, I'm telling you, your whole life is going to wake up. Yeah. That's amazing. So I bet you were glad when you heard me say sex is not love. Yeah, when I heard it, I was like, what? What did he say? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> wow, the world has messed you up, I'm telling you. We've been so brainwashed that it's amazing about the Bible and everything, not just what the world has been teaching, but the churches have brainwashed us too. Yeah. Our counselor, we have marriage counseling at church with a huge group. There's 30 of us. And the marriage counselor said that men have to have a release and that my body is not uh, mine. It's his and his body is mine. And so I'm supposed to give him this release. And this is a marriage counselor telling all 30 of us in the room. And Luke and I were like, what? That's not what you Well, know, you we guys heard. can join this church. Forget about that one. Yeah. That's an insane man. Is it a man or a woman? It's a man. He's insane. He yeah. can't have his own wife. Yeah. And he has a book and he has a following. And it's like he's telling everyone that... You know, the Bible is basically saying, I'm right and he's right. And that's the problems that's going to be created um, with First Corinthians, something where it says, if you're married, you're going to have troubles. And he's saying, you guys are going to have troubles. And it's because you're right and you're right about yeah, your bodies. Yeah, I've heard that kind of teaching, too. Mm-hmm. It's but it's wrong. It's all wrong. Really. No wonder he has a big father. Somebody tell him, if the drug dealer said, hey, lady, you got to give up some more drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody going to follow that teacher. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're waking up. All right. Right on. Um, John, any questions for me? You've come a long ways today, too. I'm okay. I'm just listening. How about you? I, I do. Tell me your first name. Terry. Terry, okay. My question is about the rape daddy. Yes. Or the man who wanted to marry the woman with the rape child. Yes. Um, why would you think that he was not brought into the light to be that father figure that that child needed? Instead, you're wanting to turn him away. That's a good question. Number one, he had sex with her before marriage. He came for the sex. He didn't come for the child. And God didn't have anything to do with that. Number two, kids yearn for their natural parents. They don't want a step-parent. They don't want a step-father or a step-mother. It just creates another problem, more problem for them because that step-parent gets in the way between the child and the parent. And now the child can see that they're into each other and they're not getting the natural love they need from their parents. So, And they would never, the soul would never identify with a, a step-parent at all. And so that's why us... Uh, they should sacrifice for their children. So if See, you I have to disagree with you on okay. that because I'm a step-parent. You are. My children have step-parents, and I think that, well, it's working out well. You know, they're getting the, the love, and they get different perspec- uh, perspectives on different things in life, yeah. which gives them a, a wider um, train of thought. How old are they? Well, they're in their 20s now. Uh, I guarantee you it's not working out well. I guarantee you they're out there looking for love. They're having sex before time. They're getting in all kind of trouble. They have anger because that soul has not connected to their real father. They may be educated and all that, but education does nothing for the soul but kills it. But I think that if you have two parents who don't love each other, which was the case with me and their father, right. why raise children in a hap- or a unhappy marriage? Because that's all they're going to learn, like... That's another good question. The kids are not going to be unhappy because you and the father are fighting. Only when you bring them into the picture. If you're treated and your husband were treated the kids right, they'll be fine. 
They don't care about you guys fighting. It's only when the parents bring the kids into it and make them identify with one, either the mother or the father is when they start having a problem because you're turning them away from the parent. Yeah, like most, a lot of... Uh, and that's what, that's what, when parents get together and they're having a fight, most of the time it's the mother who brings the kids on her side and turn them against the father. That's when the kids have the problem. But if you didn't bring them into the fight, it would be no problem. That makes sense? It does make sense. Yeah. And see, we got to do it right. And so that way, if, if you and your husband are fighting every day, they don't care. As long as they have food on the table, both of you show them love, they'll be fine. Because they're not married to you. You're married to each other. Right. And, and uh, they don't want step-parents in the way. And it doesn't matter how nice the step-parent. I had a stepfather, and he was a really nice man. He provided. I never accepted him. I didn't hate him, but I didn't want him to be my father. My soul would not accept him. But then what about your father? And when I saw my dad, right away I would light up. Even when my dad was coming visit, Right away, I would light up, but when he would leave, I'd fall apart again. The soul only want the real deal. It's like all these fake gods out there. People are not happy with fake gods because it's not the real God. When they return to the real God, then they'll be fine. But that's a good question. Step parents don't work. But how would you feel then about adoptive parents? I understand if you have to adopt, and it is best to adopt a kid rather than have an abortion, right? But you need to explain to them and treat them well, but let them know, don't hate your real father or real mother. They're not here. They couldn't help themselves. But then back uh, again uh, to the, the, the rapist child. Um, okay, so an adoptive child is given to this family so that they can have a better life. Yes. And then, so what about if this man was given to that family so that they could have a better life? I. I uh, that's how I think. And I know you don't agree with me. What is a better life? Um, having two parents who both love you may not be your biological child, right. but they can still love you like you were their biological they child. They can only provide for you, but they cannot love you the way your natural father and mother would love you. They can't do that. They can give you physical love. They can make sure you go to get an education, I guess, and get a job and all that, but it still won't soothe the soul. It will not soothe the soul. That's why if you do adopt, let the kids know, I'm not your real parent, but they can help themselves. Don't be angry about it, because they're going to yearn for their real parents, especially their fathers. All souls yearn for the father. But the devil tells you that you're yearning for money and power, education, or this or that, right? But you really want a return to the father. That's why God said, there will come a day when I return to father to the children and the children to the father that day is now but otherwise we're going to lose it what do you think about that I'm going to think on that <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad you're asking though yeah. but no it, they can provide but it's still they'll still yearn for their real father yeah. they want their real father I guarantee your kids want their fathers they really do they, they probably think that the, nice, <laughs> the stepfather is nice and are you the stepfather to them um, yes, he's yeah. a stepfather to my children, and I'm a stepmother to his children. Amazing. But we met when our kid. We've only been together for five years, so our kids. They were are all, all grown. grown. Oh, okay. All right. So another man did not come between you and them. No. Oh, good. Well, they should be fine then. That's not my. Business. Did you tell them to love their fathers, not to hate their father? When um, I left their father when they were really young. Amazing. And I tried my best not to 
demean him or say anything bad in front of my kids because now that's different. Um, uh, yeah, like, no, that's not true. No, when I was raising them. He wasn't in the picture when I was raising them. <laughs> like, that's not true. <laughs> no, I do not get along with the stepmother. I do agree to that. Amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but I do get along with my ex-husband. Oh, another thing I want to add to that. You may not have said anything about him to them, but they can pick it up in your spirit. Mm -hmm. That's why the spirit must be right, because the kids can pick up that you didn't like daddy. Well, it's the same as if you go into a room and you've got somebody who's very angry. The whole uh, yes. mood of the room is going to change. That's right. So even though you may not have said negative thing about their father, you still turn them away from him because you didn't forgive him. You had the anger to what? You, do y'all understand that? Even if you don't say anything, it's spirit to spirit. I used to ride the buses when I first came to L.A. And I would get on the bus and I'd see a woman in the back. And she would look at me and I'd look at her. I knew I could get her. And we didn't say a word. You, ever, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and when she would get off the bus I would get off too and my stop is like 10 miles away but I get off because it's spirit to spirit you really can just look and tell it's spirit to spirit so they can tell that you didn't like the father what I would recommend is that you once you see if you see them right I would gather them together and apologize for resenting their father's father no matter what was going on with the two of you and then the stepmother, stop hating the stepmother. She's blind too. She can't help it. That make sense? Yes, it does. Will you apologize to your kids for resenting their father? Yes. Yeah, because the, the warfare with you and them, you and your husband, not with them. Yes. Any other question? No. Did this help a little bit? It did. Yeah. Your mother still living? No. Uh, how about your father? Yes. Have you forgiven them? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. John, like, yeah, right. No, he knows. I, I talked to my no, dad. Yeah. John, you forget your mother? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no. I, uh, I think I forget my mother, yeah. Did you go to her and forgive her? No, I don't go to her. Well, what, so why do you think you've forgiven her if you haven't gone to her and forgiven her? Because I used to have a lot of hate towards my mother. And, and you still have it. I still have it, but I don't have, have it in my life, and I don't let it bother me. No, if you have it, John, you have it. And it is bothering well, you. Well, I'm not going to truck over to her house and go tell her how, how I feel, because it's not going to help no matter matter what way I'm going to do it. So if I Why, why, you know, why won't going, it help? Speak into the mic for me. How's it going to help? It's, it's not That's helped the for 50 you're years. That's so. freedom. I'm God cool. said, when I'm, you forgive others, he'll forgive you. No other way can you be forgiven. Yeah, but to walk in my mother's house and say, I forgive you, that's kind of like a crock. I'm, I'm not going to do that because there ain't no reason I need to be in her house. Are you afraid to? Absolutely not. I'm not afraid to. Well, why don't you forgive your mother? She couldn't help it, and so you could be free. But why can't he do that from a distance? He need to get his courage back, and by facing her, he'll get his courage back too. Because he lost his courage when he 
started hating her, I, being I angry at her. That. I, I didn't lose my courage. I think that gave me courage. Speak to the mic for me. I don't believe that lost my courage. I believe that gave me courage. So why can't you go and forgive her then? Because I don't. I don't uh, it's two different ways of resentment. I believe. I don't don't believe that it's. I don't know how to how to explain it. I I don't. I'm not mad at my mom. I I not mad at my dad. I think uh, I think they did the best they could. For they me. did. Yeah, and, and but I'm the best wasn't good enough, that. though. Well, yeah, it was good enough. I I I think after I got grown, that was my own business. It I is had to your business provide to go my life again, right? Because you, once you become of age, you can't blame them anymore. Yeah. But you need to forgive them so you can have your life back. Yeah. Well, I. I what do you say about John not wanting to go and forgive? His mother's the devil. And <laughs> but he got to face the devil so he can overcome the devil. Well, in his, in his heart at home, he, he just, just leave it. It's done. Um, why put myself under, like I'm talking as John, why put myself under more stress and more worry and more whatever um, thinking about her when... Um, she knows how I feel. She chooses not to acknowledge me. And um, I think for him, it's just giving him more stress. And you know what I mean? Like, um, No, I understand what you're saying, but that's wrong. Because once he forgive his mother, he would never have to worry about stress again. It would be taken away from him. And stress would be on the outside, and it would make a better person out of you rather than a better person. Well, well, as he has that I'll anger. go by there and I'll, I'll talk to her on the way home today. And <laughs> but, I'll, I'll face it and I'll, I'll see if it works, but it, I don't see how But it's you can't change. test it like that, John. You need to see that you need to forgive. Because it don't sound like you've got an open mind, does it? Right. Sounds like I'm already... Yeah, your mind is closed. Oh, see, then... But now John, are you doing do my silent prayer? Her? No, not every day, no. Do the prayer, John, and you'll see that you need to go and forgive her. Yeah. All right? Because you're just afraid to. That's why you haven't done it. And Satan giving you all kind of excuses why not to. He really is. And your wife going to rule over you if you don't do it. My wife don't rule over me. Well, she will. That would you think? over our house. My, my wife. How about, are you the head of your wife? wife? Yeah, I'm the head of my wife. Is that true? 50-50. She said 50 See, John, you're not the head of your wife. I believe I'm the head of my wife. Your wife don't believe it. <laughs> she cannot believe it. <laughs> but and she had a... I don't know if you guys know it, Lynn, man. I'm serious. And she just left you down there? She left us, man. My dad had to come get me. She got like, I don't want this thing. Yeah, I didn't look as good as I do now. <laughs> so, so well, you better be glad at least she left you there rather than abort it. Right. You. Yeah. 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 If it was today's society, she would abort you the ninth month. It wouldn't so. even be here. So yeah. I got to thank her for even giving me life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yep. You forget your father, too? Well, he didn't really give me away. He kind of picked me up. Right on. Saved me. Yeah. But then he was kind of like verbally and mentally abusive. You know what I mean? But what, he, he yelled at you or something? Yeah, he was like a military guy, so 
He'll wake us up at like 4.30 in the morning. Get the fuck up. Flick on the lights. Amazing. You know, so I forgave him, you know. Yeah. Just That's what me. you're supposed to do, make you get up. Yeah, yeah I guess we so. We had to get up at uh, 5 or 6 in the morning go to the cotton field. Really? At least you didn't have to go to the cotton nah, field. No, I had to go to the cotton field. Because we needed to pick the cotton while it was still damp with dew. Really? So that when it, we, we weighed the cotton at the end of the day, we could fool the white man. Wow. That <laughs> like, really weighed more than it did. Wow. <laughs> It'd be wet cotton. Wow. <laughs> so nothing wrong with that, man. Uh, any questions for me? Uh, no, nah, she might have. Did you forgive Not your mother? Questions. Yeah, I forgave her. I forgave no, my mother. your girlfriend. My mom? Uh, no, your mom. Did it? <laughs> Yeah, my, my my parents were good. I don't really have any complaints. About. You don't have any anger toward your parents at all? No, toward because growing up they did the best that they can do. Did you do tell them this. that? Yeah, I did. And you told them, I'm sorry for being angry at the thing you were angry about? <laughs> I've never really been really angry with them about anything. Well, well, my dad's angry. a hard worker. He worked really hard providing yeah. for me as a child. Good. My mom, maybe child? not so much. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I mean, my mom, she's done things that, you know, I feel she could have been more of a responsible parent, but not my father. I you mean, tell your mother that? Yes, I do. You forgave her? I do. You told because her? Because you can't help what you don't know. Did you I tell her? I told her, yeah. That I'm sorry for being angry at you for messing me up. <laughs> she, she didn't mess me she, she, she didn't mess me up I don't blame my mom only because her growing up was different my father really molded me yes. but his parents were good to him he yeah. grew up in a two-parent household and my grandparents they you know they had a solid foundation with him right my mom her father was an alcoholic and you know, my grandmother and my grandfather on my mom's side, they would always get... I mean, my grandfather burnt the house down and killed two of my mom's brothers. Amazing. So I don't really think it's my mom. I just think you can't help what you don't know. And she so just you wasn't. guys are dating? Me and him? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, you having sex before marriage? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And while you treated her that way, said so you're the head, you're the son of God, why you treated the weaker bester that way? Treat her how? By having sex with her and not married to her. I'm treating her bad by doing that? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. You're really? supposed to lead her, but if you have a secular before marriage, she's leading you. Oh, really? Something to think about. Yeah. No one ever told you that before? Nah, well, everybody's having sex before they're married. Where we're That's from. why the world messed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's been taught, encouraged, Yeah, it's and like everything. the program kind of now. Yes. It's not real promoted to give. I mean, it is, but. I encourage you to cut it out immediately. And make sure you don't move in. Are you living together, too? Nah. Oh, yeah. Don't live together, but still date. But don't live together, don't sleep together, and then in seven years you guys get to know each other, then you can get married. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. 
You like that idea? Yeah. Why are you making all those face expressions? She like. But I, I mean, there's some truth to it, yeah. Uh, it's something. Let her have it, Mike. You said there was some truth to it. Uh, because where we're from and the generation now, everyone is doing it. It's right. not like in the past where yep. they grew up with that type of mindset and that type of thinking. This generation is misled. That's why so they're all suffering. Right. Yeah, yeah, because they're true. doing the wrong thing. They've been encouraged to do it the wrong way. That's ain't God's way. That's true. And he can't help you unless you stop. So how are you going to feel now that he's never going to do it again until you get married? <laughs> I, asked her, <laughs> I asked your girlfriend, how would she feel now that you're not going to do it again until you guys get married? Sex. Huh? Sex. Uh-huh. Sex. <laughs> you and I didn't agree? No, I mean, I heard it in the video. That you, uh, oh. Said, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, God. God said, tell them to wait until you get married. Would you be okay with that if you waited? If me and him talked about it and that's what we both mutually agreed on, then that's fine. The one I, thing about once you get started with that, it's hard to stop because you become emotional attached. Yeah. It's like a drug addict and a drug dealer. But in the long run, you guys are going to suffer for it. You're going to hate each other. She's going to try to control you, and you're not going to like it. You're going to start arguing. All kinds of stuff going to start happening. But if you do it the right way, those things won't happen. You have a life together to death do your part. You really will. The world have taught you the wrong way. Because you guys don't really know each other yet. Wait until you, you, you know, stop having sex. You get to know each other. You might not even like each other. Because the interest is like, that's what brings Yes. Traction. Yeah. Brings but sex, when you get sex, you don't know if you like the person. That's why when they get married, they start fighting because they find out they hate each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, think about it, and hopefully you'll cut it out. Any questions for me? No questions. Any disagreements? Either one of you? Okay. All right. I need someone to... Oh, right here. Oh, you had a question. 12.30. I need to end at 12.30? Yeah. I thought you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I do need to end it. Because of the taping, I got to end it at 12.30. So I need to move a little faster. Yes, ma'am. Um, Jesse, I just wanted to uh, touch on how my life has changed ever since we started coming here. Yes. And the the... F- just forgiving my mother and forgiving my father who I've never met. I am no longer wicked. And when I am wicked, I see it and I stop myself. Um, my husband drives now when we're together, he's the driver. Really? Yes. And um, he's over there. (laughs) Oh man. And any man that rides in the passenger seat and a woman is driving, you're a girl. (laughs) A beta male. And, um, but this is the other thing. His mother is the devil. (laughs) And, and I see it so clearly now. Just recently she, she screamed at me over the phone and, and she's been acting really, really evil. Um, but I'm not angry because I'm not angry at her and I see it. And, 
I see how it affects him, but he's he's on his way to forgiving her. But the peace that I feel inside, it's like I have I no emotions whatsoever. And it's so important to for John to make that step to yeah. forgive his mom and face her because he will completely detach. Yeah, he doesn't realize that. It, yeah. It, you lose that attachment, and then you will love her in the right way. It's not that you're going to hate your parents when you forgive them. You're going to love them with real love, which is you can't taste or touch or feel. And God said we should love our parents, aren't our parents right? It just means don't hate them. It doesn't mean that you won't love them, but with the real love. You won't be afraid of them. You'll be an adult around them. You'll be free around them. They won't own you anymore. So that's all it is. You're going to love them when you do that. And my, my last question for you was, the woman that gives birth to a child out of rape, if she decides to keep that child, what should she say to that child when that child asks about his father? Just let her know your father loved you. You know, he's not able to be with you, but it's not that he didn't love you. And then make sure she doesn't have hatred in her heart for the rapist mm -hmm. because it messes up the spirit and the kids will pick that up and mess up their lives. So but she shouldn't long, even mention the rape? No. The, all that do is destroy the kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't mention the rape to the kids. The kids need to love both parents and especially the father. And we, what good is that going to do to mention that to the kid? Right. It's just going to traumatize them. But the world has taught you to tell the kids too, right? Because they want the kids traumatized. It's all backwards what they've been teaching you. It really is. It's all, that's why people are suffering. Yeah. You're doing it the wrong way. I'm also fearless. Last night, really quick, this uh, friend that I have, friend in quotes, she's a, a black girl, and she's a beautiful, oh, you beautiful have a black girl. Friend? I do. <laughs> well, not anymore because. She, <laughs> um, going back to the fear, I'm fearless now. And last night, when I was talking to her on the phone, she is the type of girl that likes things to be done for her. And kind of entitled. Yes. And she was telling me, you know, I really want to move in with my boyfriend. We've been dating for three years now. And um, I think it's time for us to move in together. And I just was so honest with her. And I tell her, if you're doing things right, you should wait until you get married. And yes. you should not. You should stop having sex with him. Yeah. And she was blown away. And immediately she said, you know, I think I have to go. It was good catching up with you. <laughs> and I don't think she's ever going to talk to me again. But it right, feels so uh, good to be honest. you love by telling her truth. Yeah. And it's up to her to accept it. Yeah. She yeah. might not call me again, but I feel good telling That's the truth. That's right. Absolutely. That's it. Right on. We have some... Uh, we have some T-shirts on, on the Bond website. One of the future says, never, ever, 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 never, never, ever. <laughs> and then on the back he says, have sex before marriage. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice issue. You guys should check it out. I want to warn you, too, if your parents don't change, do what you want, of course. I'm just bringing the message. Um, don't let them around your kids. Cause grandma will destroy your kids. And she'll beg to be around you. I'm the grandmother. And she'll move to where you are no matter where you live. And they say you know she will suck the life out of your kids. Because evil people, angry people need life. That's why angry women try to get men to respond, overreact in some situation. 
she, if he's if she yell at him and he doesn't get angry, she'll nag him and nag him and nag him. And if that doesn't work, then she offer him a good meal. <laughs> Come and eat. It, to make him feel good. And one of those reactions, she has control of you. So um, don't trust your parents with the kids, I'm telling you. Unless they repent and overcome. That makes sense? Yes. All right. That's what I recommend, sir. Uh, any other? Yes, Joel. Uh, There's a guy I know who watches the church and he said. You say you know them? A guy I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. He watches the church and he's watching now and he has a question about. Joel got fired. (laughs) For where? James fired Joel. Oh, my God. The white man keeping the black man down. And Esteban, too. The black and the Mexican. Y'all know they got fired, right? They used to be on the... Who don't know this? Sorry. Oh, yeah. I love telling it. We know. So, when they first started the hate report, it was the hate report with James and Esteban. So, I mean, Joel and uh, Esteban. So, the white man already got this thing planned out. And so, they had just started this show, right? And a holiday came up soon after. And Joe, James like, okay, we got to prepare for it. We're going to still do the show. And the men of color, no, it's a holiday. Ain't nobody going to be listening. Nobody going to watch James and say, well, y'all fired them. And he fired them, the white man fired the men of color. Because they can't work on the holidays. Anyway, <laughs> right? Anyways. <laughs> Moving on. But Joel help him now by doing the engineer. <laughs> Trying to sneak his way back in. <laughs> Go ahead, Joel. So he says, uh, it's, it's this question about um, cheating and not confessing it to the wife or the husband. Right. And he says, he disagrees. He feels like you should because he feels it's the same reason why um, you tell people to forgive their parents. Oh, yeah, well, if you, he's over here. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do it that way, give it a try. You're going to have hell to pay. Really. A, a wife would never forgive a man for doing that. It's hard for men to forgive the wives for doing that. Even women shouldn't tell it. If you happen to do it, stop it. Because once you tell that husband, the trust is out the window, it will never work again. Once in a while you may see somebody who's strong enough to overcome it, but it would never work for the most part. You should uh, know that it's wrong, repent of it, and never do it again. And then you have a marriage. Once you tell it, it's over. And this idea that you need to tell the wife, that came from the world. Men hated women taught that. Men hated, I mean, women hated men taught that. You got to tell me everything. And then they're going to see you as weak anyway. There's nothing worse than a man going home at the end of the day from work crying about how hard his day was. Oh, I just had such a hard day at work today. My boss was all mean. And the wife's like, yes, honey, come and cry on mama's shoulder. They hate you for that. Women, And because of that spiritual order of God and Christ, Christ and man, man over woman, woman over children, women have to look up to men. And women cannot look up to a weak man. It will not happen. 
then the man looks up to Christ. Christ looks up to God. That's always going to work. But uh, if the man is weak, the woman can't look up to him. Anybody disagree with that? Okay. Um, so you're a, 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 a Z, right? Yeah. Yeah, tell folks what a Z is. This is your first time. Yeah, well, I think I'm Generation C. Yeah. Zoomer. How old are you? 21. Oh, okay. So you I'm, like, at the I'm like an early Zoomer, I'd say. Yeah. You're a Zoomer. Yep. I'm glad to hear any question. Well, I kind of had something to say about the step-parent thing, I think, because I grew up with the step So, um, Joel and his age are millennials, right? And then under the next generation are Z's. And Z got it bad. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, so so I grew up with the stepfather, and he, he always provided. He was very kind. And gave, like, everything material. But there was something, like, within myself where that made me uncomfortable. Where he, it, it, he would try to, like, plan, you know, with me. Like, trying to, like, basically distill a discipline in me. But I felt very uncomfortable with that yes. for some reason. Because it was like he was reaching within me or something. Because it's not your real father. Your soul knew or know that it's not your real father. That's why it couldn't work. Yeah. And he could be nice. He could provide. He can take you to Disneyland. But it still doesn't satisfy the soul. Material things will not satisfy the soul. Yeah, and there's always that. Like, I'll I'll always respect him for just being really nice in there. But there's just that, like, intimacy that's not there. That's right. You need your real father. Yeah, I yeah. That's all. I don't think I have any question. Okay. All right. Is this your first time here, the young lady? Yo, you were here before. Oh yeah. How you doing? Good. Everything getting better? Somewhat. Why somewhat? I haven't forgiven my father the way that you've instructed. So Why not? Can't fly Aren't out there right now. No, I'm not a doctor. What are you? What do you mean? What? Am what kind I? of work you do? <laughs> I'd rather not say. Oh okay. I remember you said before, but I forgot. But why haven't you forgiven your father? He's out in New York. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you going back there anytime soon? No. Can you FaceTime with him? Why not? He doesn't know how to. I'm sorry? He does not know how to. So what are you going to do? I'm going to have to fly out there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right there. You just need to forgive your father. It's going to be amazing for you. I believe so. Yeah. Any questions for me? No. Oh, okay. Oh, I gotta ask my biblical question. We're running out of time, right, Jay? Uh, Jeremiah. We're running out of time, huh? I'm, I'm gonna move real fast. So y'all gotta give me quick answers. Kent, do not do unto, do not do that which is again. Uh, where am I? <laughs> what does it mean? Do not do unto others what you would not have them do unto you. Do not do unto others what you would have them, what you would not have them do unto you. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate. Uh, why do you say don't hate? Because if you hate somebody, you, you're going to do things onto them that you would never want them to do to you. So you let go of your hate. That's yeah. 
Exactly. You don't have it anymore? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm very sure. <laughs> Anybody else want to respond to that? Yes, sir. Um, it means the opposite of the, the one we know, do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. But I think what you said sounds right in the sense <sighs> that if I want something for myself, doesn't mean that if I do the same thing for somebody else, they want that. And I can't really say it, but it seems right the way you say it versus the way like I knew where do unto others as you would like them to do unto you is like you're imposing your your wishes and wants unto others and that's not necessarily what they might want. Uh, he's right in what he said. It means don't go against your love. When you have perfect love, you don't, you don't go against that even with your enemy. You don't hate them back. You treat them with perfect love because that's the way you wish that they would treat you, but they might not. But you still won't cross that line. You won't hate them for what they're doing. Don't go against love. Because this whole thing is about perfect love. And perfect love is of God. And God wants you to return back to love. It's all about love. And love is something, is a light unto your feet. So if you want, don't do to others. Don't hate them. Because you, you wouldn't want people hating you, but if they do, fine, but you wouldn't want that. So treat them the way you would like to be treated. Don't hate them. They can't help it. As you were saying about your friend, you tell them the truth, but don't hate them. Because they literally can't, do, can't see what they're doing. Don't go against love, your love. And I'm telling you, the last 29 years, when God took that anger from me, that spirit away, it's been, I've not hated anyone since then. I used to have hatred for folks especially white people, because out here in California, I was told that they were my enemies. I wasn't told that in Alabama. It's so weird. Under the Jim Crow laws, I was not told that. Only when I moved to California at 18. But don't go against your love. And again, I want to tell you, love is not an emotion. It's a light unto your feet. All right? So don't go against that, and you'll be fine. Once you let that, hate, that anger go, you're going to have perfect love. And you love even your enemy because your enemy can't see as well. All right. Uh, I need someone to come and read something for me. You want to read this? Oh, you have a question? You know, you're black. Come on. Come on up. You know how to read? Take that mic. Take the mic from, uh, well, you don't need the mic. That's amazing. Yeah, while I'm here. Yeah. Don't blame me for this. <laughs> so I want you to start. Tell the people your first name again. I'm James Wells. From Ohio. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Ohio. Uh, that's amazing. So I want you to start uh, right there. The new life in Christ. Yeah, all the way down to. Ooh, this is that's a, a lot of reading. See, yeah, this is too much for black people. <laughs> <laughs> I got my glasses on. Today. Okay. So I want you to just listen to this because I really want you to hear this. All right? It, and I have so much to show you, but I can't. Not today. So listen to this. This is, by the way, from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 down to 32. Okay. So this I say to you and attest to you in the Lord. Do not go on living the empty-headed life 
that the Gentiles live? The Gentiles. Yeah. The Gentiles. Gentiles. Intellectually, they are in the dark, and they are estranged from the life of God. So your experts are in the dark and estranged from God. So don't go on believing them. They are liars. All right? Because of the ignorance, which is the consequence of closed minds, their sense of right and wrong, once dulled, they have abandoned all self-control and pursues and pursue to excess every kind of uncleanness. Now that, and you notice that the world tried to teach it okay to live together without marriage, have sex without marriage, homosexuality is normal, transgender is normal. They're trying to make you accept all this stuff. You got to stop listening to that. And they are expert intellectual, but they are nutcases. They don't know what they're doing. Now that is hardly the way you have learned Christ, unless you fail to hear him properly when you were taught what the truth is in Jesus. You were to put aside your old self, which belongs to your old way of life and is corrupted by following What's that word? Illustrate desires? Where are you? Right here. I don't know. I'm black too. <laughs> Can we? Illustrate desires? Can your we mind get a white was... person to read? I mean, if, if they. You can stand here though. Don't go on. I'll stand here so I can. <laughs> Who can read really clear and well? You can read. Are you white? So oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Because I really want you to hear this really well. Don't worry about it, man. No, the words just... Joel and I can't read either. Be back. Come back. Don't go. Okay, start here and finish here. Uh Uh-oh, he said Dane, too. (laughs) Are you white or are you a color? I'm half and half. Oh, well, bring out your white part. (laughs) That's the skin already does it. (laughs) All right. Uh, New life in Christ. So this I say to you. And attest to you in the Lord, do not go on living the empty-headed life that the Gentiles live. Intellectually, they have in the dark, and they are estranged they from are the life. The they are in the dark. They are in the dark, and they are estranged from the life of God. Because of the, ignor- of the ignorance, which is the consequence of closed minds, their sense of right and wrong, once dulled, they have abandoned all self-control, and pursue to excess every kind of uncleanliness. Uncleanliness. Now that, now that, it is, hardly, now that it is hardly the way that you learned Christ, unless you failed to hear him properly when you were taught that the truth is in Jesus, you were to put aside your old self, which belongs to to your old way of life and is corrupted by following illustry desires, illusory desires. Uh, Your mind was to be renewed in spirit so that you could put on the new man that has, that has been created on God's principles in the uprightness and holiness of the truth. So from now on, there must be no more lies. Speak the truth to one another since we are all parts of one another. Even if you are angry, do not sin. Never let the sun set on your anger, or else you will give the devil a foothold. 
Anyone who was a thief must stop stealing. Instead, he should exert himself at some honest job with his own hands so that he may have something to share with those in need. No fool, no foul word should ever cross your lips. Let your words be for the improvement of others as occasion offers. Offers, And do good to your listeners. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God who has marked you with his seal, ready for the day when we shall be set free. Any bitterness or bad temper or anger or shouting or abuse must be far removed from you, as must every kind of malice. Be generous to one another, sympathetic, forgiving each other forgiving each other as readily as God forgave you in Christ. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Give that back to him. I appreciate that. Your little white side came out a little bit. So, number one, you got to let anger go. And when you let anger go, your mind will be renewed. It really will. You look around one day, you don't think the same, you don't feel the same, you can see clear. Let the anger go. And make sure that your kids work. Don't make sure people earn their way because if you don't, they'll steal from you. They will steal from you. All right? If not from you, they'll go rob a bank. They'll find somebody to steal from. So teach your kids to work and be responsible while growing up. That makes sense? And once you, you, your mind is renewed, your heart is being renewed, all that anger and nasty words and how you know how you cuss each other out and all that that will end too so it's going to happen all by itself you don't need to make it happen you just need to get to know yourself keep your eyes on yourself and it's going to be amazing what happened the world have taught you to, they're empty-headed instead forget about those empty-headed they're estranged from god they don't know god because their intellect is in the way they are not they're dumb experts even with the doctors, if you notice, the first thing they want to do is give you pills. Doctor, doctor, I have a headache. Here's a pill. Right? They don't know what they're doing. They really don't. And I realize that's why they, you have those other doctors out there that would like to give you natural products from the earth. What do they call those doctors? Herbalists. Yeah. They want to help you the right way. And I remember growing up, we never went to a doctor because we got our medicine different kind of way and that worked better but they trying to they don't want those people to even come to the forefront with their stuff because they're trying to make money they're using you all right so let the anger go forgive you got to forgive because it's a spirit and you cannot take it away yourself you cannot do it really you can read the bible till the cows come home you can hoop and holler and pray until you're black and blue in the face you'll still be a mean person Unhappy person. All right? So let the anger go. I got to end. Don't forget, we have counseling. If you have a need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Also, don't forget to donate to our church and the nonprofit. We absolutely appreciate it. We have all kinds of T-shirts and things now. All the money goes back to the organization. Um, So if you need us, we are available. Thank you all for coming today, and thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, how did I do for time, uh, Jeremiah? I'm sorry?